0: Well, I guess that's it for football ladies and gentlemen that's a wrap. I'm David D this is the Under review show. This is our post Super Bowl uh, our post Super Bowl relapse recap um, <laughs> what a game I guess you know uh, 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 that was nuts to see um, I will tell you that uh, I did not win a lot of money on that Super Bowl. Um, and I don't think a lot of people did. I think the books made off, uh, made off pretty darn good, um, based on the consensus numbers that we were handed. Um, today, uh, of course, we're going to go over that and a bunch of other things on the Under Review Show brought to you by, uh, the great people of BetOnline, betonline.ag. Um, they are the ones that send us all the, uh, odds and all the news and all the insight into everything that we talk about here on the show. Um, they are fantastic For helping us, uh, you know, give you uh, real betting stuff. Uh, I'm David D., of course, uh, your betting aficionado and confidant. Here, all day, all night, um, just ready. Just ready to give you all the goods. If you bet on it, I'm probably going to talk about it. Uh, Well, mostly football during the season, but uh, now the football season's over. It's, it's almost like pre-pandemic or pandemic times when we were looking for more things to bet on. Luckily, we got some hockey. We got some basketball. We're going to start getting into that in future episodes. But today, um, we're going to talk a bit about football. Um, and then we're going to look for uh, football futures. They're already up. They're already up and out there. Um, NFL futures are, uh, are on the board. We're going to talk a bit about uh, conference division and uh, Super Bowl futures for next season. Because uh, they're up and they're hot. Um, let's talk a bit about that Super Bowl. Tom Brady gets his seventh. We all know that. Then he gets drunk, and then he throws the Lombardi Trophy um, off a boat. That's pretty much what you do, I think. I think the rule, I mean, it hadn't been written yet, right? Um, what, the, what, what the procedures are um, after you win um, you know, every Super Bowl. You, know, you, win, you win one, you're the MVP, you go to Disney World. We all know that. They do that all the time. And that's old hat. Um, you kiss the trophy, right? That's, that's the part of the protocol. Um, but I guess guess when you get your seventh ring, you, um, throw the Lombardi trophy off of a boat onto another boat and get obliterated and and, and get carried off said boat. So, uh, we know now, you know, we didn't know, and now we, now we know what you do. That is what you do when you win your seventh Super Bowl. Great job. Um, glad we figured that out. Took a while. Took, took, took a long time, but it took 55 years to find that out. Finally, we know. Um, of course, we know that Tampa Bay covered the spread of, of, uh, of three points. Um, I did not think they would cover the spread, actually. My money was on money, money line and spread for, um, I was just playing the money line, uh, watching the number move around and just got it at the best value I could for both. Um, but I took KC minus three. I still, I just didn't see, I you know okay, I acknowledged that that TB defense was, was very good and it, it handled a couple of pretty good quarterbacks and offenses. Um, but I also just was walking along thinking that the NFC was just not as good as the Kansas City Chiefs. By the way, I thought the AFC wasn't very good all year. I thought everybody was like, you know, not good. Mediocre teams all the way up to KC, who I thought was a super-duper team. You know, the AFC was just like, kind of like, you know, top to bottom. Buffalo showed some signs of life, but we saw what they were really made of. And then you had the Kansas City Chiefs, who just looked freaking awesome. You know, I think they'd won 24 of their last 25 games overall, had that bad week. Uh, against the Raiders, but you, you do, and then they only lost in Week Six Seventeen 17 because they parked everybody, you know? So it's like they were heads and tails above everybody else in the AFC, and I thought the NFC was competitive, but I didn't think by any means they were better than the best team of the AFC. That's kind of where I stood on this, um, you know, in analyzing it. I thought that defense could do some things. I thought the line, losing some personnel on the line and shifting things around for Kansas City was going to be difficult, but this is not an unusual thing. Uh, maybe it's a sign of the times to come, though, that uh, you know, this is the only kind of setup that Mahomes had known. And um, he not only did he have trouble adjusting, he was running for his life the entire time, but um, uh, he will learn from it. But he definitely was not comfortable looking, having to make massive adjustments based on um, the personnel that he had and the way they broke on him and the way the defense came at him. He He wasn't able to to uh to adjust and that's just your experience right when you when you you got a couple hundred games under your belt you sort of know how to turn a you know turn a bad play into a good play in different ways other than just your legs or what you've known right there's a million more uh opportunities in your repertoire for you to figure it out and uh, and be successful so i mean you're still fantastic but i didn't put it i didn't think it was going to be that that much. I thought that there would be some adjustments. It might be closer. It was more three. Okay, three, three was fine with me of a line. Um, I just didn't think we'd, we'd see what we see. We saw. And once again, I acknowledge Tampa Bay's defense was good. I didn't think that they were this good. That was that's just like a a generational offense. Travis Kelsey's like Hall of Fame, like almost goat level. You know what I mean? He's, he's absolutely insane. He still had 130 yards. They're all just dump offs because he was the only guy actually open um, when Holmes was running for for his life there. You know, Tyreek Hill is somebody that's just—I mean, we haven't seen for so long his speed. You know, I mean, the list goes on. Um, they were—they were that they were, offense was was um, just complete. It was complete and it was running on all cylinders, and if we saw anything out of Tampa Bay, that they kind of won, like, really sloppily, you know what I mean? They put, like, three quarters together where you're like, those teams are really good, and then you'd be like, oh, yeah, and then Brady throws three picks, or, or just, yeah, Mike Evans literally just stops running on a route. And you know what I mean? They weren't, like, this complete, well-oiled offense that you saw all season, and that's, like, even though they won a handful of games um, against some decent competition, you still would see Tampa Bay just not be, like, that good. They weren't as dialed. They weren't as polished, and you generally need that type of a team to get through to the Super Bowl, um, or to win the Super Bowl, sorry. They got through it with, you know, three quarters and a pretty good defense. You know, I just didn't think against that offense in KC, you know, turn the ball over against Mahomes. It's his guaranteed points, most. generally. You know, he never scored less than 30 in a playoff game. So you think to yourself, okay, can Tampa Bay put up 30? Probably. Um... You know, they can probably do that, but that's going to be a, a shootout. You know, for me, it was a it was a uh, I, I thought it was a 34-21 game for KC. That's what I thought I was going to see with an under. I got picked the under 56, got it for it betonline.ag, and uh, that's the only one, the only wager that I took uh, was the under the total and and the and the under. But I still thought it was going to be a bit of a shootout. Um, so. That's where we ended up. And uh, and now, I mean, uh, I believe right before the Super Bowl, um, on the point spread, 60, 68% of the money was on KC. Um, but it was actually a majority of the money on the money line for Tampa Bay. So that was kind of weird. I don't know if it came in late, but uh, there was more money line money on Tampa Bay. Not more, but more wagers, like percentage of wagers. I don't know the volume of dollar amounts. Um, n- normally, it's on spread is takes the most money. Um, so I would assume that, um, and, uh, and over was, was a big, was a big part of it. So we know that the books did well, the books had a good Super Bowl. So, uh, I guess congratulations to them, not congratulations to me. Pegged that one wrong. It was, uh, it was wild and sort of not a very great game or nothing exciting. Uh, I guess like watching Gronk do his thing was pretty cool. Um, pretty interesting to see that like the only guys that scored were like non Tampa Bay Buccaneers from last year. Like the whole thing, you know, they assembled, Tom Brady assembled a team of offense that basically won him a Super Bowl. Like he actually just put the, you know, the conch, called out Gronk, called Antonio Brown in, you know, like he just, he he called his crew together to, uh, to score touchdowns for him just to win the Super Bowl. That's the way it seems. And apparently when you are Tom Brady, um, you can now do that. You can now do that in the NFL in one season. Um, and he's back again next year. And uh, that comes to our, our next few questions. Does it matter? Are they favored? Let's let's just uh, look real quickly at uh, at our divisional futures. Okay, we'll go through um, division futures, um, and we'll start. Yeah, we'll start in the NFC, might as well in that NFC South division where the Bucks are. So so the Bucks are now um, favored to win their division at minus one fifty. Um, but I mean, I think that's all because New Orleans is losing themselves. Uh, Drew Brees, all intense people are saying that he's calling it. Um, and then you have the Panthers and the Falcons in that division. And, uh, well, yeah, they're going to both be bad. They're both uh, – P- Panthers are plus 900 and then plus 1,100 um, for the NFC South division. Um, NFC West, which was like the buzzsaw of a division last year, super competitive um, or seemingly super competitive. They were better. I mean, the Rams made it deeper than than I think I thought, with especially with a, with a quarterback with one arm – one hand. Um, the Seahawks definitely overachieved. Um, the Cardinals did what they did. Uh, and the Niners, well, the Niners were just the most injured team anyone's ever seen, probably ever. So um, the NFC West, no, though now, from an odds standpoint, is probably the most one of the most competitive divisions from odds perspective I've ever seen. Um, Rams are the favorite, but their plus 160 is a favorite to win the West. Followed by the Niners at plus 210, the Seahawks at plus 270, and the Car- uh, the Cardinals way down at plus seven hundred, but those three teams all in the plus and all you know within just just about a hundred points of each other is pretty insane. Um, Niners get a, a nod over the Seahawks. Who knows if Russell Wilson's even going to be there next year? If he leaves, I mean that that number disappears. That Seahawks team, yeah, well they they are they they're just weird. They just don't I don't know. They. <laughs> I don't know how they got that far. I don't know how they got to the playoffs, and and, and and probably should have beat the Rams, but they just kind of showed their true colors. Pretty interesting, but a very competitive division. So um, I don't know if my money's on Seattle because there's like the murmurs about Wilson are nuts. Um, how about the NFC East, which was the worst maybe division? So we had the 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 West, which was one of the most competitive divisions ever, or seemingly, and then now it is. And then you had the NFC East, which is like remember when the Washington Football Game team made the that was the first you know, victory for Tom Brady in the playoffs with Tampa Bay. They got to go play Washington. By the way, they had to go on the road and play Washington because they won their freaking division. Tampa Bay had won three road games to get to the Super Bowl to earn themselves a home game. How weird is that? And they beat Breeze and Rodgers on the road. Jeez. If it wasn't COVID, it would be really spectacular, but it's still, it's really meaningful. Anyways, um, this division, though, has, I mean, I guess they're feeling like a healthy DAX coming because the Dallas Cowboys are actually minus 110 to win this division. Eagles at plus 300, your defending division champions, the Washington football team at plus 450, and the New York football Giants down at the bottom at uh, plus 550. So, n- uh, n- nothing really surprising here, maybe uh maybe the Cowboys at minus 110. Um maybe they should be plus 100 because of that division right? So one of the cardinal rules in life is, uh, death taxes and never bet on the NFC East because you have absolutely no idea what the frick is going to happen. And an under 500 teams going to make the playoffs and host a football, uh, a playoff game, right? That's what happens. Um, <laughs> absolutely bananas, right? Um, and then let's look at the North here. Um, I guess Aaron Rodgers isn't going anywhere. Um, teams inquired and, 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 uh, Packers told them to stuff it. They said, get the hell out of here. Packers, uh, for that division, are minus 200 to repeat as division champions. Um, with Aaron Rodgers, MVP of the league, coming coming back. I mean, it was a pretty young team, too. I mean, think about it. They had they did get dinged up. They're going to have a lot of guys back. Uh, they'll be very, very tough to beat. But they're, they are heads and tails above uh, second place, which are the Vikings, at plus 325. Uh, Chicago Bears at plus 525. Now, that's a Mitch Trubisky plus 525. So it, when they get Wentz... Um, I don't know if that goes up or down. Um, maybe they give him a bit of a nod, but no no sport no no real sports betting man is going to trust the Chicago Bears and then uh, the Detroit Lions who are just a mess at plus 2200 to win their division. ouch. Uh, maybe bet on them now and hope that some crazy thing happens and then they just they actually get a quarterback and they win that division. you'd make a bet, you made bank. Make bank. Um, let's cruise over to the AFC. Um, let's go to the AFC West there with the Kansas City Chiefs who lost the Super Bowl. Um. Uh, basically, one of uh, one of the least competitive divisions, it's in the uh, in the league. Like I'm 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 talking the entire league. I know that the uh, Green Bay Packers are pretty big favorites in their division um, at minus two hundred, but the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are minus three fifty in the AFC West. The Chargers, you know, offensive rookie of the year, plus five hundred. Raiders plus twelve hundred. Raiders have been climbing up and up and up, but I think Gruden's only got a year or two left here before he's going to get shipped out of town if he doesn't turn things around. And then the Denver Broncos. By the way, Denver Broncos, plus 2,000 right now, um, leading the charge in the Russell Wilson sweepstakes. If the Denver Broncos land Russell Wilson, that plus 2,000 is going to look a lot nicer. You think, if you got an inclining that they're going to get Wilson, you're going to get some value at a plus 2,000 today because it's certainly not going to be a tomorrow if he lands there. Uh, AFC South, what a weird division, right? Um, the Titans, a couple of playoff wins in a row. I mean, but they are they're only as good as Tannehill is going to take them, and he's maybe not that guy. I, they're minus 105 to win the division. Um, but the Indianapolis Colts are quarterbackless, but still only plus 125 behind them. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars plus 1,200, and the Texans, who are an absolute mess, are plus 1,400 to do this. Uh, I wouldn't I, – I mean – you have a couple of years to be great in the NFL before just contracts expire, guys get hurt, thing personnel changes, and uh, the Titans are are right there. Um, and if you think Tannehill's gonna, they've, they've they've put their you know mounted their cart to ha- Tannehill here, um, and he looks great at certain times. But you know when he's required to dig him out of a hole or get all quarterbacky, you you, you know who you've got. Um, so Titans at minus one hundred five, I don't like. I love the Colts at plus one twenty five. AFC North, um, this is a wild division here. Um, This is another very, very competitive in terms of odds division. Not the most, but very close. Um, The Ravens are favored at plus 125 to uh, take that division, but the Browns are right behind them at plus 200. Think about that. More Browns, more Browns in the playoffs. Uh, Steelers at plus 260. The Pittsburgh Steelers were probably the worst 11-0 football team I've ever seen play football. Um, made st- some money off of those guys this season um, because they just absolutely stunk. And they were just not very good. They just weren't a very good team. Um, and you could tell. I don't know what they're going to do. Ben's old. He might leave. If he leaves, they're done. But they're plus 260 to win the AFC North division here. Um, and unless they get out to one of these wacky starts with one of the most cream puff schedules you've ever seen in football, I'm not sure I, li- I-, I like any chance of them winning that division. And then the Bengals, plus 1,800, nothing new. Um Nothing new at all, and then of course the AFC East. Uh, Bills win the division for the first time since friggin' in two hundred years, I believe. Um, make a good playoff run, put it together, uh, go up against a, a savvy, you know, a savvy veteran playoff veteran club. Uh, you got to lose to get better in the in the NFL in the playoffs, or right? it helps you. It can, if you're coached well, um, if you're young enough, um, if you add some. Depth of experience to your roster when you realize that maybe maybe you just the spotlight is a bit crazy for you 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 can get better losing in the playoffs especially deep in the playoffs can get you can get better um, I think the Buffalo Bills might be one of those teams they're minus 170 to win the AFC East again Dolphins are plus 300 the New England Patriots at plus 475 but they don't have a quarterback right now so and by the way there's not a lot of quarterbacks out there for them to get um, and nobody wants to play in New England either. At all. Um, ask Matthew Stafford that. Uh, so uh, even with getting their old defensive coordinator back, who, by the way, probably a bit overrated, um, only plus 475 behind the Dolphins, must kill, kill you to be there, um, New England. And then, of course, the good old Jets at plus 1800. How wonderful is that, right? They just, where they belong. Um, bottom of the barrel to win that division. Uh, Buffalo's to lose, though. Buffalo's to lose. Okay, um, let's just go through the top few of the uh, the conference championship odds here. The AFC Chiefs, uh, plus 275. Bills, plus 575. If you think the Bills are going to do it to this year, you're not going to get any better value than that, by the way. Ravens, plus 600. Browns, plus 1,100, along with the Steelers, at plus 1,100 to win that conference. A lot is going to change in the next few months, when free agency, imagine this, right? Um, cap is reducing by 15% this year. Um, and there's a lot of teams that are just up and over the cap, which means that they're going to have to cut salaries somewhere, and sometimes a lot of big ones. So if you've got a lot of players with, with just money and contracts, um, some we're going to see when free agency hits people just being released out of their contracts, basically, um, because they just can't. They can't pay the bill. Really good guys. They, they don't deserve to go, but their money, the money just doesn't work because teams, teams plan for a 15% increase every single year so they can cover these, these, uh, you know, these big rosters. They're going to lose 15%. It's going to be very interesting to see um, what happens. Um, especially the, game, the Chiefs, I think, are okay for the next year, but um, shit's going to get really wild really soon. So plus 575, almost 6-1 to one for Buffalo Bills fans out there to win that conference, to return and get back. By the way, so they're only like their second year of being pretty like pretty solid. I think they get better. That's a great line there. Um, and let's look quickly at the AFC, NFC. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, plus three twenty-five on top of that. Green Bay Packers plus six hundred. Rams plus six hundred. Niners plus seven fifty. Um, this is the Bucks. The, they're saying this is the Bucks to lose, but they're basically going to have a year under their belt. Um, a year under their belt. You're going to basically keep the team together. There's not a lot of major contracts. At Tom Brady, we all know. Um, a part of people are saying you know, the success in New England was get a great quarterback to take a pay cut for 20 years. And, uh, and you're going to be able to play. right? He, he knows that. He's made his money. He doesn't care. He's to keep this team together. Tom Brady will make any adjustments to his contract that he needs. Um, that defense, though, uh, it emerged as great. Um, during the season right so it's not like one of those things where they like come out the gates and they were just phenomenal yeah, they're top five by the end of the season maybe even top three they're going to be pretty good this year I mean, they're going to they're going to get off to a start can they maintain it for an entire season that remains to be seen but that defense is very good which holds it together offense is just going to get better um, they're going to gel more Tom Brady's going to have another year with you the- they had no training camp they had no like off season. they had no like real OTAs they had no preseason games and that's why, like, it was, like, good for a minute, and then they struggled, and lost, like, three, four in a row, and then shit got together. Those last six, seven games of the season by Tampa Bay in the regular season were, like, pretty freaking good. They were, getting, they were getting their shit together. Um, Tom Brady, sure, he was going to be 44 turning 45. <laughs> He'll be a fresh 44 when the, when the season starts. I mean, this guy threw his second-highest total of touchdowns last year with 40 on a brand-new team, a brand-new offense. He never played with Mike Evans before. Right? Antonio Brown, a little bit. Gronk wasn't even that good. It took him freaking t- t- 10 games to get in shape. Dude still had eight, what, seven, eight touch- seven touchdowns in regular season, which is like you're top, you're, you're top of the tight end pool anyway. He's going to have another, another uh, offseason to get uh, a little more acclimatized to what's going on here. Um, that's a good line. And then, I mean, I don't know what the Packers do to get over that hump of beating Tampa Bay because that was a whooping that they took. Um, yeah, they can't. You can't blame the refs on that. Um, Rams they've got a new quarterback. It's gonna be interesting to see. So I think that Golf was a bit of a, a weak link in that team. Um, that's gonna be really interesting. I like the Rams to hang out there, coached well. Uh, Niners remains to be seen. And uh, Saints, I, I can't believe they're that high. I didn't mention that, but they're plus one thousand. And let's go with Super Bowl futures. I'm sure you can actually uh, predict. what what those probably are at this point. Um, But I'm going to go through it anyway. Win the Super Bowl. Uh, The Chiefs are currently the favorites at plus 525. Um, Buccaneers at plus 675. Then the Packers, plus 1,100. Rams, plus 12. Bills, plus 14. Ravens, plus 16. Niners, plus 16. It basically comes down between the Chiefs and the Buccaneers, and each of them are over the plus 500 level. So you're getting 525 and six seventy five for each of those teams, which is a phenomenal bet for somebody being a Super Bowl champion. Like it, you're six to one for Tampa Bay if you think they can do it again. That is an incredibly like generous number for a Super Bowl champion to go back and and repeat. Um, they're they're gonna be there. They're not they're not gonna not make the playoffs. That's for sure, right? That, like, like they're going to have a chance, and you're getting, like, it's getting them at a nice six to one now. It's, it's, it's less, it's just different because as you get closer into the season, yeah, uh, the Bucks. by the way, were great value this year. You were getting them a way more than six to one, um, even by the time the playoffs started. Um, but I'm talking, like, defending champs generally. Even these Kansas City numbers are actually really, really good. Um, but you know what I mean? The wins, you know, $600, 700 bucks of a hundred dollar bet on, on a defending Super Bowl champion. Of hundred bucks. Like, come on. Pretty, pretty saucy. Um, those long shots, those outliers, the ones that are like, are the Browns gonna at twenty to one gonna make a run? Bills at fourteen to one is kind of beautiful. That's that's the one if you think that they're gonna they're gonna get over the hump a little bit. Might have to wait to see what they do in free agency in, in, in this offseason here, improve a few things. Um, Offensively, they were phenomenal. That defense just seems to be getting better, but maybe, maybe they've reached the end of it. Um, there you have it. There is your recap and your outlook for 2021 22 Super Bowl extravaganza that's going to go down. Now, Bet Online has the odds. That's where we get them from. So go there, check them out. If you want any updates, you place any bets on this. Um, we've also got a big UFC event going on um, this weekend want to just give you the odds. Like, Bet Online's got some, they got live betting. Um, it's a phenomenal place for MMA betting. Um, we have, there's so many, I gotta say, there's so many um, ways to bet um, and places to bet and, and interesting play, uh, uh, information that they uh, will release on their blog and through social media about where to bet. They're tied in with some really great fighters and names. Um super fun. You know, online is just super fun when it comes to UFC stuff. So Usman Burns um going off. Uh Usman, come on, Usman's uh a minus two five seven favorite right now. So you can get Gilbert Burns at uh, plus two seventeen um right now. So there's your main event fight um for the weekend. Um it's uh, um two two fifty eight. It's an actual pay per view. Um it feels like these things happen like, I don't know, every three days right now. Um because, because I think the UFC is just trying to take advantage of um, um, take advantage of of, of COVID and uh, the the fact that you can't go to any games or go do anything. The football's over. Uh, anyways, Uzman's favorite um, Macy Barber Alex Grass Grasso um, on the undercard there. Macy Barber plus 108. Um Alexa Grasso is uh, Alex Alex Grasso is uh, uh, minus one twenty eight. Favorite there, so just a slight favorite um, for Grasso, and then uh, another uh, middleweight match is uh, Kevin Gastelum with Ian Heinich. Um, right now at Bet Online, uh, Gastelum is a minus 209 favorite. Um, uh, Heinich is uh, plus one seventy nine. So there's your, your quick lineup of your top three uh, main event fights for this weekend. Head to Bet Online, get it all done. Uh, I'm Damon D. Of course, you can find us at uh, on the Spotify on the itunes podcasts you can find us at podcast one radio network um and you can find us on the internet at uh at the underreviewshow.com i'm damon d thanks for tuning in uh sad that football's over but you know what football never stops so uh, we'll talk a bit more about it next week thanks for tuning in adios chachos